Hello, welcome to the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell, and we are on Lord's Day number 32 of our Catechism Saturday series. And real quick, if you guys have not yet listened to Monday's episode with Dr. Jay Sklar of the Covenant Theological Seminary in St. Louis, Missouri, he talked about the sacrificial system. So the book of Exodus, Numbers, and Leviticus talk about this system that points us ultimately to the sacrifice of Christ. So please listen to that first. And then Thursday's episode of Book Club with Dr. Matthew Harmon on his book, Sin and Exile, published by IVP Academics. So please listen to those, and we will continue on with our series. So as you guys know from last week, we are moving into part three. So this is the gratitude portion our thankfulness, and how we live out the faith according to the Heidelberg Catechism. First two portions. First portion was the guilt, so man's misery. Second portion was grace. And now we're on gratitude. So here's the introduction to part three. Ursina says, Having now considered the misery of man and his deliverance through Christ, the doctrine of gratitude or thankfulness is necessary first on account of the glory of God, inasmuch as the chief end of our redemption is thankfulness, which comprehends acknowledgement and praise for the benefits of Christ. Second, on account of our consolation, which consists in our deliverance by the free grace of God. None now obtain this deliverance, but those who desire to show their gratitude to God. Third, that we may render unto God such worship as is lawful and acceptable. God disapproves of all worship, which grounds itself in self-will. We must, therefore, show from the word of God what is the nature of true thankfulness, which is the worship due to God. And lastly, fourth, <coughs> that we may know that all our good works are expressions of thankfulness and have no merit in the sight of God. So let's move on. We have two question answers. They're both fairly short. So let's do it. Question answer 86. Since we have been delivered from our misery by grace alone through Christ, without any merit of our own, why must we yet do good works? Answer. Because Christ, having redeemed us by his blood, also renews us by his Holy Spirit to be his image so that with our whole life we may show ourselves thankful to God for his benefits, and he may be praised by us. Further, that we ourselves may be assured of our faith by its fruits, and that by our godly walk of life we may win our neighbors for Christ. And here's our sinus's exposition of question answer 86. We are bound to render obedience and perform good works for the reasons which are referred to and explain the above question of the catechism for these five reasons. Because good works are the fruits of our regeneration by the Holy Spirit, which are always connected with our free justification, that we may express our gratitude to God for the benefits of redemption, that God may be glorified in us, because they are the fruits of faith that by which of our own faith, as well as the faith of others, is judged of, and that we may bring others to Christ. 
For further explanation of the first cause, we may remark that the benefit of justification is not given without regeneration. For these three reasons, because Christ has merited both the remission of sins and the habitation of God within us by the Holy Spirit, because the heart is purified by faith, and because God bestows the benefit of justification upon none but such as render true gratitude. We must also observe the difference which exists between the first and second causes. The first cause shows what Christ affects in us by virtue of his death, while the second teaches to what we are bound in view of the benefits received. Question answer 87. Can those be saved who do not turn to God from their ungrateful and impenitent walk of life? Answer, by no means. Scripture says that no unchaste person, idolater, adulterer, thief, greedy person, drunkard, slanderer, robber, or the like shall inherit the kingdom of God. And here's a short exposition. This question naturally grows out of the preceding one. For since good works are the fruits of our regeneration, since they are the expressions of our thankfulness to God and the evidences of true faith, it follows, on the other hand, that evil works are the fruits of the flesh, that they are manifestations of ingratitude and evidences of unbelief, so that no one continues to produce them can be saved. We may also observe that another reason for good works may be deduced from the consequence which results from evil works, that all those who perform evil works and continue in their wicked and ungrateful lives cannot be saved inasmuch as they are destitute of true faith and conversion. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Catechism Saturday series. We are on Lord's Day number 32, question and answers 86 and 87. Please look forward to Monday's episode with Dr. John Collins, or he's also known as Jack Collins, of Covenant Theological Seminary in St. Louis, Missouri. He will be talking to us about science and the Bible. He actually comes from a scientific background, has an advanced degree in computer engineering, mathematics. He knows his stuff. He comes from this background and also advanced studies in Hebrew and Greek, Old Testament, New Testament, written a bunch of books on science and the Bible and how those two cohere, what questions they're asking and how they answer them. So please look forward to this coming Monday's episode on science and the Bible. And also this coming Thursday, please look forward to part two with Dr. Matthew Harmon on his other book, The Servant of the Lord and His Servant People, also published by IVP Academic. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you next week. Bye. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode of our podcast, Guilt, Grace, Gratitude. And we, as we've said before, we are bridging the gap to reformed Christian theology for your listening pleasure. So we would like to make sure this is enjoyed by others around the world and how to best do that is rate and review us on itunes yeah and you after you rate a review or instead of rate and review or doing everything all in once retweeting us on twitter 
liking us on Twitter, liking us on Instagram, following us on both of those platforms, because that actually puts in front of people's physical face this podcast, these guests, and most importantly, the gospel, the doctrines uh, that these guests are, are bringing in front of you guys. So please do that. It helps get in front of more people. Amen. And hopefully you guys are part of a local church and you're tithing. And uh, after that, after tithing, if you have any means left over, please consider donating to us to make sure our bridge is well paved and maintained and strong and sturdy. As again, we bridge the gap to reform Christian <laughs> theology. Exactly. The yeah. And you guys can find that link on anchor our official anchor website if you just go on um, our social media links it'll it'll link you to that website it's also at the bottom of these this podcast show notes if you're on this podcast this specific episode scroll all the way to the bottom of that show notes and you guys will find a link for this for three different options of donating so we hope you guys can help us bridge the gap pay for shipping get nicer stuff all for the focus of spreading the gospel further Yep. All for the kingdom of God. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you guys next time.